Welcome to Open to Hope Radio with your host, mother-daughter team, Dr. Gloria and Dr. Heidi Horsley. This show is brought to you by the Open to Hope Foundation with the mission of helping people find hope after loss. This show has been edited for your convenience. Now, Open to Hope Radio. Apple the App of the Black Eyed Peas is here, and he is also a bereaved sibling like I am, and he lost a brother also, and so I think we have that that connection. And, and I don't, you know, I'm excited. I always look forward to doing shows about sibling loss because I don't think that there's enough shows on sibling loss. So um, I think the voice of the sibling sometimes is, is not heard enough. Well, you know, one of the exciting things, too, about this is Apple has, uh, the app has some um, things on YouTube, and uh, they're going to be on our website, thegriefblog.com. So you're actually, uh, he has a wonderful video of the Apple song that we're going to be playing in the second segment, and you can turn down the sound and listen to it on the, the radio if you want to, or you can uh, turn down the sound and look at Apple while he talks to us on the show. I kind of was thinking that, that, that I really enjoyed that video, and that'd be an interesting thing to do, wouldn't it, Heidi? Oh, I love watching videos on YouTube, and I, I love watching his Apple song. I love watching Where's the Love, and the thing I love about music, which he can speak to better than I can, is that you can say so much about what's really going on with you through songs and through music. Absolutely. So, Heidi, uh, why don't you introduce our guest today? Okay, I'd be honored to. Like you said, Mom, our guest today is Apple the App, and our topic is paying tribute to my brother. Apple the App is one of the original members of the Black Eyed Peas. The Black Eyed Peas have transcended their vigilant hip-hop roots and have become a global phenomenon, the likes of which the music world has rarely seen. Apple the App's life took a tragic turn when his younger brother, Arnell, died by suicide. This was a heartbreaking event and Apple the App explains his life story in a song called The Apple Song, found on the P's 2003 album, Elefunk. They have sold 7.5 million albums worldwide, won three Grammy Awards, and had seven Grammy nominations. Apple the App has recently gone on to write his song, I Cry, as a tribute to his younger brother, Arnell, which will be heard for the first time on this show. Welcome to the show, Apple. Hey, how you guys doing? Great. It's great to have you on. It's a, a real tribute to Arnell and the fact that you've uh, written a song about him and all that. You know, as we know how it, it's so tough to lose a family member. I, I wondered if you could just start the show by telling us a little bit about Arnell. Was he younger or older and, and, and something about him as a person? Uh, yeah, it was, um, I was younger than me. Uh-huh. Um, he died at like 25. And, um, yeah, we both, uh, you know, grew up in Philippines till I was uh, 14. And um, he was a a very special guy, you know. He was was hard-headed, but at the same time, he would, like, he would try to protect, like, my little sisters or or family members when it comes to, like, you know, fighting. He's he's like a rebel like that, you know. Uh Uh-huh. And... um, yeah, that's that's as much as I could. Uh, so, so you know, Apple, how much how much older are you than Arnell? How many years older? Well, he was next to me, so I'm I'm 34. So now he's probably you know, he's uh, four years younger than me. There's a four year age difference. My brother was three years younger. It's really I think it's really strange to you lose your younger brother, because you know when you're the oldest, you just assume that you're going to go through life together. 
and that if anything, you would die before your younger brother. At least that's how I felt. Yeah, you know, um, but uh, yeah, he was, he was, um, I guess he was going through a lot of stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, the same thing I was going through. And, uh, you know, I was, um, you know, when I found out that he was going through like, you know, some, some hard problems, you know, I, since I was in the U S I couldn't wait to, to go back and like, to be able to share that to share that same same hardship that we've been going through, maybe I could have helped him out, you know? Right. And um, I guess I was I was a little bit uh, too late. Uh, that's that's so tough and, and such a feeling to love somebody and have them so far away. Well, you've got quite a story, too, about... Um, I wonder if you could tell our audience a little bit about leaving the Philippines. I understand that you um, were brought up there till you were 14, right? Yeah, I was. I grew up till I was fourteen, and then um, I was adopted and brought brought to the U.S. Um, you know, I came. I came from one of those programs. Uh, you know, a supported kid through the Pearl you know, Buck Foundation. Yeah, yeah Pearl Buck, Buck Foundation. Now, how did you meet your dad that adopted you in the U.S.? I mean, how did he find out about you through the foundation, and how long did he connect with you before he adopted you? Well, um, I think my mom signed me there when I was in the, in first grade. And, um, you know, what they would do is they would get sponsors from the U.S. and, uh, you know, to send, to help out with tuition fees and schools, uh, books for schools and stuff. And, uh, you know, I would tell, um, I would, you know, and the, and the way to, uh, to show, I guess, the appreciation or where the money was going, we would send our grades and and our schoolwork uh, to to my dad now, my you know my sponsor back then. Uh huh. And and um, you know, um, and I would you know I I he took interest in me because I had I really had like uh, bad eye problems. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now you're legally blind. Is that right? Yeah. And uh, the, my. Uh, the disease is called nystagmus, where the, you know, the 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 eyeball shakes, and he really took interest in that, and he uh, he wanted to uh, take me to the U.S. and have like U.S. Um, doctors to look at my eyes, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, that's and I think that's that's the chance of me getting to the U.S. because he really wanted to help me out with my eye problems. So, and so, so now you you've go, been able to help your whole family and also help people in the Philippines, which is oh uh, yeah, of course, um, you know, and then that was my duty. That was that was my duty of being adopted is to be able to to help out my family and have a a, a better future uh, for me and as well as my family. And how did you go from being adopted and coming to the U.S. to getting so involved in music? Well, I've always loved break dancing. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, back in, you know, because I grew up in the province, and then when I went to high school in the city, I, I, I saw kids like break dancing in the corners, and I was like, oh, you know, I could do that. That doesn't involve any eyesight. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't involve that much eyesight. I could, you know, mm-hmm. and I love dancing too. So when I was brought to the U.S., the first person I met is Will I Am, and you know. Uh, my dad needed a babysitter on the weekdays because he needed to go to work. 
Um, so they suggested Will's mom, and that's how me and Will met. We, it's like, hey, what do you guys do in the Philippines? You know, and I barely spoke any English, and and I was like, oh, I I do this one dance called the Running Man, and and since then, you know, and he dan- he sh- we shared the same interest, and we formed our first dance group, and that's how me and Will I am got together and started everything. Wow, that's an amazing story. It now, is. now, how many years ago, uh, did you ago did you start? How old were you when you uh, and Am started? When we, me and Will, started dancing together, I, I was about fifteen years old. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Wonderful, wonderful story. Well, your song, which we're going to play after the break, um, the Appel song, uh, is about your story, right? Yeah, it's about. Yep, yeah, it's um, you know the the Tagalog part says. You know, go um, telling, telling my where I came from, uh, the news and what's going on in my life now, and yeah, that's what that Tagalog chorus uh-huh. says. How do you how do you write your music? Do you write it first, or do you do you do it first and then write it, or how does it work? Um, well, usually I make the track first, and then um, and then I write the, the lyrics on top of it. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And some it's, it it goes in different ways, and sometimes it could just be an idea, or a feeling in my head, in, in my in my head, or in my heart, and then, you know, and then I put the music on top of that, or the emotion of what I was feeling, you know. Uh-huh. And and do you think that being legally blind has made you more in tune with like hearing and music and other senses? Well, yeah, I think so. That I think you know, since I I couldn't see far, I had to kind of I had to like listen or mm-hmm. or pay attention to to my surrounding uh, a little harder, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think that um, you know, if if I want to see something, I would think about it in my head, and you know, and I think that's what that's the composition of for my vision. Well, I grew up in uh, Angeles, Sapong Bato, uh, a province in the Philippines. I got, I got brothers and two sisters, and well, uh, three brothers now and two sisters. I've got to say something, Apple. When you hesitated, I can so relate to that, because when someone asks me now how many brothers and sisters I have, it's a really strange question for me to answer. Because yeah, my only brother died, but it's like I I don't want to deny that he was my brother. Should I say it? Should I not? So like sometimes I hesitate. Yeah, I know. It's it's always that feeling like I feel like I always have to explain it, you know, and kind of release that that the whole story. And then I feel like, oh, am I being too like dramatic here? You know, like totally. But, and you kind of have to look at the person you're doing it in front of and going, okay, do I want to tell him the story? Do I yeah. not want to tell him the story, but do I want to deny that Arnell and Scott ever lived? No, I don't. It's like this whole thing you have to go through in your head every time someone says to you, how many brothers and sisters? Apple the app. Um, I wondered if you could just give us a little breakdown on the what this, uh, your song's about, Apple. Well, um, you know, it talks about, um, it kind of uh, tells a story about where I came from and and growing up as as a kid in the Philippines and not having much, uh, growing up in the province and farming with 
my grandfather and you know and that that's what the the first verse talks about and then the the second verse is it's it talks about now now I'm, I was able to go back home after being adopted for you know uh being by myself for about 12 years wow. and now I was able to to go back home and share my dreams to to with my family so you didn't go back home for 12 years huh you didn't go back home for 12 years yeah after being adopted at 14 and then you know finally i'm making you know i'm i have have my career and now i'm able to go back home and share with my family and and your whole community. Well, let's yeah. hear your song, and uh, we want to, towards the end of the show, we're going to talk about all the great things you're doing there in the Philippines. So let's hear the Apple song. Listen up, y'all. Listen closely, y'all. Yeah, every place got a ghetto. This is my version of it. Check it out. Listen closely, oh, I got a story to tell A version of my ghetto where life felt for real Some would call it hell, but to me it was heaven God gave me the grace, amazing ways of living How would you feel if you had to catch a meal Build a hut to live in, to eat and chill in Having to pump the water out of the ground The way we put it down, utilizing what is around Like land for farming, river for fishing Everyone helping each other whenever they can We're making it happen, from nothing to something That's how we be surviving back in my homeland Listen up y'all Listen closely y'all It's been a while but I've been back home to my homeland Check out this what's going on Man, it feels good to be back at home And it's been a decade on the journey all alone I was 14 when I first left Philippines I've been away half my life and it felt like a dream To be next to my mom with her home-cooked meal Man, I felt complete, my emotions I feel now Life has changed for me in the U.S. But back at home, man Life was a mess, I guess Sometimes life stresses get you down Oh brother, wish I could have helped you out Lapit mga kaibigan at makinig kayo Listen up y'all Ako'y may daladalang balita Galing sa bayan ko Listen closely y'all Ayos kong ipamahagi Ang mga kwento Ang mga pangyayaring nagaganan Sa lupang pinangako Well, that's you know after hearing uh, you talk a little bit apple the app about uh, 
not being home for 14, 12 years, was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. I, I hear you talk about the food in there. I'm thinking, when I was listening to this, I'm thinking, wow, your mom's home cooked meals and how different the food must have been for you when you came to the U.S. and the whole life. Well, that's what I'm thinking, <laughs> being removed from everything you ever knew, your culture, your family, your food, everything. I mean, it must have been a huge transition, and I just can imagine, can only imagine you must have felt at times lonely. Oh, yeah. I Yeah, it was a, a big culture shock for me. Um Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I was young too, and then you know, and the time difference is like backwards. So for for about a, a for a couple of weeks, I couldn't like sleep in the nighttime. I had to sleep in the daytime, and and I got really homesick. And then I told my dad, I'm like, Dad, can you send me back home now? Because <laughs> you know, I was, I was I was really homesick, and you know, he was like, Well, son, it's it's a little too late now, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, you know. Thank God for for my friends. You know, uh, you know, like Will I Am and and Taboo, because that helped that helped me a lot. You know, because they were in the same age bracket, and you know, I, I just hung out with them, and and luckily we shared the same interest, and you know, guided us the right way. Wow. And so when when Arnell died, did your friends? Um, help you through that? Did my who? Your friends. Were you able to reach out to your friends and say, look, I'm hurting my brother's dad. I need you. I mean, I know guys are a little different than girls, so I didn't know how you handled it after Arnold. Um, yeah, they were definitely, they were, you know, they were definitely, you know, helpful and and was there for me, but it's like, it was so, it was so hard. Like, it felt like no one could help me but just me, you know, and mm-hmm. Well, I was thinking also they didn't had they ever met Arnell? No, they've never met Arnell. Yeah, that's no. one of the problems I think is uh how do you went right back to school and people didn't know Scott, right? Well, they didn't know him and also most most people that are in their 20s and 30s have never lost a brother or sister. You know, yeah. um it doesn't it's not something that normally happens. Usually you, you lose your grandparents at that point in your life. Yeah, and it was like I I was so shocked how you know, I, I was so so numb, and it felt like I couldn't even. I I knew it had happened, but I even going through the the burial and stuff, I I still couldn't. I, I was still numb, and like like I didn't want to accept it or something. You know. Mm-hmm. So, so when uh, did Arnell die? What year did Arnell die? In two thousand one. And then when did you write the Apple song? Uh, right after that. Right after that, so did that help you heal writing writing your story? Yeah, it definitely. You know, it did because you know it felt like, you know, since I wasn't able to to be there and and like guide them, you know, because I I was young too as a trying to make it in the U.S. by myself, and I, I was like, you know, um, to let him know that I'm thinking about him like this whole time until now and I think that song is always going to remind me of him and and that's for him you know yeah and how about uh, I Cry tell us about that the one we're going to hear on the next segment it hasn't been released yet has it no um, well you know on, on Apple song I was only I was able to mention about my brother like towards the end and going through this process like 
you know, going back home to the Philippines and and I I I couldn't I couldn't cry for some reason, you know. I didn't want to. I was like, I didn't want to cry because I was like, oh, I'm just, you know, to my mom, I was like the the older brother, you know, supposed to take care of him, and it felt like I was too late, and you know, I was I was blaming myself a lot, and you know, and the reason I wrote that song is I I wasn't able to cry, so. I, you know, I wanted to put it in the song that now that 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 I'm able to cry now and accept it, and that's why I wrote "I Cry." You know, and he's always a part of. You know, I wish he was always. I, I wish he's here to, you know, to celebrate uh, my success along with my family. You know, now that that I'm able to support back home now, I wish he was part of that. You know, mm-hmm. and. And that's what I cry is about. Well, and you know, I, I cry also. I feel like gives everyone out there permission, especially guys, to cry. It's okay to cry. Cry. It's it's it takes a lot of courage to cry, and it's yeah. all right to cry. Yeah, and that's yeah, that's 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 what it is. It's sometimes sometimes you just gotta. And Heidi and I are so. Um, Touched that you would play this for the first time. I guess it hasn't been heard before, right? Yeah, it's it's uh, it's for my album called You Can Dream, and uh, you guys are the first people to hear it. Oh, that's fantastic! Thank you, and I love your title, You Can Dream. Isn't that beautiful, Heidi? Yes, and I love I Cry. I've played it so many times for myself, and it's such a powerful tribute to Arnell and to everybody out there that has had someone they've loved and lost. Sometimes I just gotta, gotta, gotta cry, cry And let it, let it, let it, let it, let it go This feeling, feeling, feeling inside, side, inside, side Yo, sometimes I just gotta, gotta, gotta cry, cry And let it, let it, let it, let it, let it go This feeling, feeling, feeling inside, side, inside, side I came to the States at the age of 14 With a brand new hope and a brand new dream A brand new home and a brand new scene But never once forgot about my family Philippines Excelled in school, excelled in my dreams It would have been nice to excel as a team Cause family is blood and it's thicker than water Request us a tribe like Midnight Marauders Mama did it all by herself without father And even without him it still didn't stop her Cause that's who we are, bound by the hand My younger brother to me was the man I miss you damn and it's hard to understand I hope you know you were part of the plan Without you now it's like something is missing I wish you were here but I guess I'm just wishing Yo sometimes I just gotta 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 cry cry And let it let it let it let it let it go This feeling 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 inside side inside side Yo sometimes I just gotta 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 cry cry And let it let it let it let it let it go This feeling 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 inside side inside side 
it's like a fight, you gotta roll with the punches. I keep my head straight in order to function. Life is like a battle, gotta be in it to win it. And if you can't do it, then you are finished. And if your spirit diminished, that's when you can't fall. Before you learn to walk home, boy, you gotta crawl. When my brother took his life on that very night, it felt like my heart got stuck with a knife. I wonder why you did it, but I have to let it go. Sometimes I blame myself, cause I guess I don't know. Without you, now it's like something is missing. I wish you were here, but I guess I'm just wishing. Yo, sometimes I just gotta, gotta, gotta cry, cry. And let it, let it, let it, let it, let it go. This feeling, feeling, feeling inside, side, inside, side. Yo, sometimes I just gotta, gotta, gotta cry, cry. And let it, let it, let it, let it, let it go. This feeling, feeling, feeling inside, side. In And those who made a point to go the right way I face hard times, I face some alone It would have been nice to have your back at home At the table, eat the chicken adobo Blessing the meal Life is like a fable, it's full of changes And challenges, so I keep it on a good foot Like new balance Yo, sometimes I just gotta, gotta, gotta cry, cry And let it, let it, let it, let it, let it go This feeling, feeling, feeling inside, side, inside, side. Yo, sometimes I just gotta, gotta, gotta cry, cry. And let it, let it, let it, let it, let it go. This feeling, feeling, feeling inside, side, inside, side. I'm feeling sad and blue. Mm. What a, a, a great song, Apple D. Congratulations on that. Thank you. It's wonderful. So and powerful. what a tribute to Arnell. Oh my God! And you said every in that you really talked in depth about your feelings and about how you felt like you were being stabbed, but with a knife. How you wish he was here, but you know you're just wishing. Yeah, it's a great song. Thank you. Now, when will your uh, new album be out? You can dream. I love that title. Wonderful title. Um, um. Well, I don't have uh. I don't have a date yet, mm-hmm. to be honest. Um, but um, it, it, I mean, it'll be out there. Great. Well, we'll we'll certainly uh, be be looking for it. Um, I wanted to uh, ask you a little bit about how your mom's doing and how your family's doing. And and I know you get back there. How's she doing with Arnell? It's, uh, his loss, but um, I know you've gone back to the Philippines and you've come back. I know you're working with the uh, tourist department, right? Yeah, yeah. I, um, you know, for um, for my album, I I really wanted it to be like a charity uh, type of album, you know. Um, um, so I did. I uh, dedicated a song for the Philippines, and it's called "Take It to the Philippines," and it's it's um, you know. It, It'll show like the beauty of the Philippines, so it's like a tourism video, and hopefully that'll help out, um, you know, the economy, and and you know have all the Philams here in the U.S. to to pay attention to where they came from and try to help out some of the kids out there, you know. Right. Uh, what and a, and what don't you do something with trying to promote adoption or something to that effect? 
Well, uh, me, I'm supporting. I'm, I'm supporting the same uh, foundation that helped me out, mm-hmm. uh, the Perlas Buck. So you know, um, I'm sponsoring a couple of kids, and do the same process that was, you know, that was um, that helped me out. And you know, I want to help out for their schools and and stuff like that with their education. Yeah. Well. Well. What you, some of what you're doing is near and dear to my heart because my sister and I traveled together to China in 2006, and we both adopted little girls together. And my daughter's been like the joy of my life. So I applaud everything that you're doing for your country. It's amazing. Wow, that's great. Yeah, congratulations. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I wanted to ask you also, how has this fame been for you? I mean, is it overwhelming? I mean, how has it been? Um, it's. Sometimes it's overwhelming, um, but you know, um, now that I that I have, you know, when you gain fame, uh, to me it's like now I want to be able to to like use it. You know, I want to be able to use it and and try to make some changes. You know, that that's how I'm trying to um, I'm, that's how I'm trying to utilize the the fame. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, you know. Uh, I mean, I love I love fame because it's just a recognition of of what I'm doing. You know, I love the people out there, our fans, our listeners, and you know, you know they see us they see us at the supermarket or at the mall without bodyguards, and they're just like, "Hey, what are you guys doing here? Oh my God, where's your bodyguard?" <laughs> and I'm just like, "Hey, I still like to you know wash my own underwears and walk to the mall and you know." <laughs> And you know, they that to them that's that's really cool because you know I'm still able to live my life, you know. Uh-huh. Well, well, and Apple, the thing is, like you said, because you're famous, it allows you to use that platform to basically make changes throughout the world, which is what you're doing, which is so incredible. Thank you. Yeah, you know, and at, yeah, after a while, it just it just can't be fame, you know. You start to feel kind of empty, like, oh, okay. I'm famous, okay, what but what am I doing right now, you know? Uh-huh. And you go, well, you can check in with your family. They'll probably put you straight, won't they? Yes, that's why I, I you know, that's why I go home every year because it, it reminds me of where I came from and, like, and, you know, how good I have it being in the U.S. And that kind of, like, puts me in check, like, oh, okay, okay, I, I, I got a purpose, you know, or I got... I got some kind of motivation to have a purpose. Yeah. Well, I know one thing the audience is going to want to know and be curious about. How did Arnell die? But he he killed himself. How did he do that? Um. Yeah. He hung himself uh-huh. in the bathroom. He was. What's so painful? He was just like three inches away from the ground. You know. Right. Uh-huh. In the bathroom, and and it's, you know, psychologically, it's kind of it's more like. Painful because it's like, oh, he's only three inches from the floor. He could have made it, you know. Right. And yeah. Yeah, that's really tough. And I know our audience out there. You know, we've had people who have taken their lives, and it's, it's such a tough, a tough thing of thinking that you could have helped them or something somebody could have done. Or I'm sure he was probably very depressed. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, what's weird was, yeah, it was like. I was, you know, because I've experienced, because he was going through some problems, you know, some personal dark problems, and, you know, 
I kind of discovered that, and I was like, oh, you know, that's this having problem with this. I, you know, I wish now I'm gonna go home and help and help him out with that problem, you know, and yeah, and, and, and then we did it. You know, unfortunately, sometimes we don't know how bad people are because people are good at hiding things. And we don't know that it's going to get to that point. In fact, a lot of people who kill themselves uh, seem to be feeling better right before because they mm-hmm. have a plan which throws everybody off, and then they have to deal with that. Yeah, and and I would never imagine him doing that because he's like he's like this tough guy, you know. It, mm-hmm. It's just a, such a tough image of, of, of you know about him, and and I I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Well, and I, I think that's another reason why your song I Cry is important because I think a lot of times we just wrote a book called Real Men Do Cry and just as you say in I Cry, a lot of times boys and men are given messages not to cry and not to show that they're hurting, to hold, to hide it from the world. Yeah. Suck up the pain instead of that's saying, how, hey. Yeah, that's how I felt like with my mom, you know, when, when I went home uh, for my brother's wake and... I, I felt like I didn't want to show that to my mom because I'm the the older brother and I'm supposed to be strong, you know. Right. And and sometimes you you just have to you just have to cry or else for uh, you know allowing people to hear that. So that's great. Well, how do you want to ask Apple some questions, right? Uh, should we do, let's go with his website first? Tell us how about your website. Um, yeah, you could uh, log into um, applefoundation.org. It's, uh, you know, it's my foundation, which helps out kids like me in the Philippines. Um, you know, you could log on to applefoundation.org. Great. Or, <laughs> and, of course, you can download a lot of your stuff on iTunes, right? Yeah, you can download I Cry on iTunes uh-huh. and uh, check it out. And I'll check out some of my videos on YouTube. <laughs> right. That's great. And uh, tell us, we're going to go out with Where's the Love. you want to just say something about that? And then Heidi wants to ask you a question, and then we'll go out with Where's the Love. What about Where's the Love? Uh, why did you write it and when? And Well, Where's the Love is, um, you One of your big hits, right? We all, uh, you know, as collective Black Eyed Peas, so... After the second album, we were all going through uh, dark periods in our lives, and um, you know that song got us together again, and like, and remind us of uh, what we got is is good, and and our message, and it also stems from um, you know the 9/11 um, incident, right? You, you know that was to, for us that was the therapy song for for people, you know that that. Oh. To, uh, you know that that incident, and it's like you know, with the, us being in a group and going through our, our hardships and stuff, that song got us together. And like, hey, you know, if, if this is gonna be our last album, or you know, if, if we're gonna make it, let's make a song that 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 came from my heart and really has meaning. You know, and with with the substance, and that's how we came up with that song. And then you, and then you ended up with three Grammy awards after that. Let's get it started, and don't plunk my heart and hump my hump. Yeah, you you really went on. That song was a a blessing for us. 
Yeah, I think that's a great thing to tell people. You know, here you write this song about where's the love, and you go on to do some great things. So this hope and healing that people have. And Heidi, you wanted to ask uh, Apple. And I, I just want to say I love the message in where's the love. Let's stop fighting and warring. We're all brothers and sisters across the globe. Let's join hands in love. Yeah. And give each other love and look at each other as people. And I guess one of the things I wanted to ask you is for all those listeners out there that are right now had a death, they don't know how they're going to survive. Their hearts are breaking. They don't know how they're going to go on. What would you say to them? I say, you know, um, surround yourself with um, good friends, with your friends and family, and, uh, and um, uh, you know, release. And release. Uh, cry, cry if you have to. Uh, talk about it. Uh, let it out of your chest, and um, you know things will get better. You know, I I, never, I didn't think things were gonna get better for me, but as as time goes by, you know, it it heals you when you release and you cry and and you think about that person and and you know share it with your family, talk about it with your family and friends. Mm, I like that. Now, you're doing some bio stuff in the Philippines to try to help people out, too, right? Some biotech kind of things? Yeah. Um, yeah, we're trying to uh, bring in this, this project where it kind of it cleans the environment and, and the water uh, around my town. Oh. And, you know, and, and it's for the environment. So, uh, yeah. That's a great thing. project that I'm doing. And how's your mom doing? She's great. Good. Uh, you know, she's um since I was adopted I wasn't able you're not able to petition your biological parents, but I got her a, a visa out of the country. And she has you know, she has businesses over there in the Philippines. Um, you know, we we bought um the rice field and and um you know, that 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 helps them out, and we'll take the uh, the money and stuff. And um, and actually, from that rice field, we uh, for Christmas we make packages of rice, uh, spam, coffee, noodles, and we give it out to the uh, Aborigines people of the Philippines that are called Itas. And um, yeah, we do that every Christmas. And um, you know, the rice actually came from the rice field that me and my mom bought in the Philippines. And you know, what a great thing to do for Christmas time. Well, and I was just gonna say, to me, that's what it's all about in life is service. And for people, when you're feeling really low and really bad, one of the ways I felt that I healed is to reach out to others and help them. Yeah, definitely. um, You know, being service. for others, it takes your mind away from, you know, from your mental blocks and actually like, okay, I'm doing something good here. You know, it's, you know, it's gonna, it's it's a good karma. And and also, uh, your music, I must say, uh, Apple D app is, uh, it, it's so moving, particularly when you hear it as the stories and you're telling the stories about why you wrote the songs. Very, very powerful, and uh, what a gift you give to the world with the, the words to your songs and with your life. Well, thank you. I really want to thank you so much for being on the show. It's it's just wonderful to have you on, and uh, it's it's been a great treat, and good luck with all, your, all the things you're doing for the people of the Philippines. Thank you. Thanks for having me and uh, listening to my story. 
Thanks, Apple. I just want to say that although Arnell is gone, he lives on forever in your heart, your memories, and in Thank you. And now uh, we'll hear I cry. I mean, excuse me, where's the love? Always shown by the media Negative images is the main criteria Infecting the young minds faster than bacteria Kids wanna act like what they see in the cinema yeah. Whatever happened to the values of humanity Whatever happened to the fairness and equality Instead of spreading love, we're spreading animosity Lack of understanding leading us away from unity That's the reason why sometimes I'm feeling under That's the reason why sometimes I'm feeling down It's no wonder why sometimes I'm feeling under Gotta keep my faith alive if love is found Now ask yourself Where is the love? Where is the love? 
You have been listening to Open to Hope Radio. You can sign up for our newsletter, Facebook, and Twitter on our homepage at opentohope.com.